the Dio. Welcome back to the Monday show. I know y'all thought that y'all wasn't going to see a real N-word again, but I'm here and we got the... You said watch the preventative. I know. That was good. I just didn't <laughs> expect you to do it so gracefully like that. Did you think Dino. I was... ah. No, you're a real professional. You see me? Because you end up yeah. in these corporate spaces, you start dropping M-bombs, all of a sudden it don't matter what color you are, it's like <laughs> mega inappropriate, right? I'm not going to lie. Me working here, I have definitely <clears throat> lost every uh, corporate... Mm. you know professional skill that i've had and i'm finding myself texting like an n-word really rather than because like it'll be times where i'm like on the email thread with like a paid post and then i realize like oh shit this is not a text i have to i'm the social media manager i have to say hi thank you so much for submitting well it would be crazy to go work somewhere else (laughs) and to not be able to just light up a newport at your desk or you know like are you trying to talk about me no no i walked out of my office earlier and the smell of sharp cigarette did hit my nose and i was just like dude this is an old-timey saloon <laughs> of an office. Like, straight up, you just don't get these no. vibes. Yeah. This is no. what it was like to go to a bar up until whenever they made it illegal to smoke in restaurants and bars. And, you know, because you remember you used to go to, like, a, a normal diner. Yeah. And yeah. it would stink to the high heavens so. of cigarettes in a way that nowhere does anymore. Well, right, not, right. Not only is this the coolest podcast in the world, but it's actually the coolest job in the world because you guys do not give me any shit for walking around here with house shoes or with just a jacket and or no a shirt or a blanket yeah no yeah you no. you coming in multiple weeks in a row wearing no <laughs> shirt and just like a like like you're like That's foxy brown at the vmas in 1998 not Bruh. like specifically but like she would like i don't know she got like tape holding her shirt together me and ad are just like sis but that's going me. on. That's Gina views. That's mm. like me as talent versus when I'm coming here as just like an employee. Right. You know. I'm oh, because you can do I'm that ugly, as talent. Yeah. I'm ugly on those days. Mm. You, you know? can do that as talent for You've sure. Been doing this yeah. since high school, huh? Like yeah. going to school with blankets and shit. Yes. You pop up in class with blankets. I've always been a comfy bitch. I like how we have to keep this. We have to keep this conversation very surface level until suspect gets here because it would be wrong to do like a state of the union before he gets here. I just realized what's going on is we have to talk about like wearing blankets to work and you know just like frilly little stuff because our our guy's not here and he's he's kind of popular. Well, suspect also doesn't technically have like a no jumper nine to five. So he probably doesn't wouldn't know what the fuck we talking about anyway. Right, but does he know that he was supposed to be here 14 minutes ago? Does he know? But he was on the flyer on YouTube. Yeah, he has to know. Well, earlier the times were different on the YouTube. Were they? Yeah, but they were fixed. Maybe like, he doesn't know quick. what time zone we're in. Yeah. He probably does go. not know what time zone we're in. <laughs> there we go. But it's also isn't like did did we just get like daylight savings? No. Did we? I'm I think not it was saying like that's many an weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, no, a few weeks ago. Sure. It's possible though. Speaking of uh, all of the, um, you know, just structural having at a company, Adam. How do you feel about everybody? You know, these other platforms saying that it's kind of it's kind of a circus up here. Sharp, welcome to the show. <laughs> No, we could talk about that. I just feel like Let's Sharp didn't really go. get a proper introduction right there. Let's fucking go. Let's go Sharp. It's all right. We Sharp in the building. Sharp don't need an intro. He done came in here with a good, good drink. Hey, man. We're just hanging out. I just got him from the airport, so I've probably been with him for too long. You picked him up at the airport? Just picked me yeah, up from the I'm airport. a great LAX? person. No. No. No, perfect. okay, okay. Yeah. That's a little bit more convenient. I don't, I wouldn't, let me tell you something, man. I don't think I would ever 
and nobody get any bright ass ideas. You know, I like Burbank because it's like, it's hella quick, man. Mm. It's, they open up fucking, they let your ass out on the tarmac. They yep. open up both doors. You don't have to just walk out one way. So I don't mind going and sitting straight in the back. But have you done Jet Suite X yet? I heard it's a waste of fucking money. Really? Yes. Oh, I did it one time. It was beautiful. I heard it's, Is that I like heard rich it's a waste talk? of money. It, it wasn't that much. It was like 500 bucks, I think. And it's like you just show up. It's so smooth and easy the way they, they let you walk in. They don't yeah. search you, nothing. But then I wanted to do it again during something where there was like a ton of people trying to get on it. And it was like two grand or some shit. And I was like, I'm not doing that. I'm taking a regular plane. Yeah, I just feel like, I mean, me personally, the way I am, like, I love communication, so it doesn't bother me to be around people. I don't need to, you know what I'm saying, seclude myself away to want to go, oh, well, let me just be by myself. I mean, I sat on the plane with some guys, man, we was talking about the football games, you know what I'm saying, the whole way up. So it's mm. cool. It, it kind of kills the time versus me just- Gives you a chance just, to be a man of the people. Yeah, man of the people, man. Man, yeah. of the, man of the 45 minutes that I'm on the plane. I agree. I, I consider, I'm like proudly cheap. This is something I'm really trying to lean into in the new you, year. You are a cheapskate. Thank you. I appreciate that. But uh, yeah. it's like <laughs> stuff like I don't I don't like flying first class. Like I right. told my girl, I'm like, unless it's like really inexpensive, I'm not doing it. Don't try to get me to take no fucking eight thousand dollar flight to France. I'm mm. not doing it. I'm just I don't I have too much respect for money to waste that much money on sitting in a comfortable seat for eight hours. It's just not happening. I'm not doing it. Well, yeah. I mean, everybody's going to the same location though. It's not like it improves it. Flying experience. Yeah, but it does. It's, it's amazing. I'm not going to Oh, my God. I'm too broke for this conversation because I've never flown first class. Let me tell you, there's what? levels to it, though. There's there's, there's like going to Europe and that they have first class where the whole seat just becomes a bed. It completely flattens I, Delta out. Delta does that. I flew on Delta <sighs> to Atlanta. I was going and doing a... Um, I was going to do a music video, shoot a music video for two days. And, like, you know, they took care of my flight or whatever. Shout out Fish and Grits. Took care of my flight. So I get on the flight. I'm like, fuck, I got to sit up for this three and a half hours. I think it's like a three and a half hour flight. Mm. I got to sit up through it. I was in first class. I'm like, then the seat only probably reclines a little bit. So I get up on there. It's got the whole little cubby hole, mm. like cut off and everything. Private TV. You can lay down. It's got a full bed that turns the chair, turns all the way into a motherfucking bed. You're telling me that first class come with a futon. Some place, some planes. Don't think that it's every yeah, plane. Because you, you might catch first class from you know L.A. to Boston or L.A. to New York or whatever, and yeah. the first class is like it's just a wider seat, which is nice. You know, you have a bit it's more nice. room and everything. You're not yeah. touching elbows with the person I you're sitting next to. Space. It, it, it reclines a little bit more, and yeah, they like bring you food, they're bringing you drinks, whatever. But a lot of first class is pretty whatever. But like first class when you're going overseas, mm. I'm not gonna lie, it's tempting because it's like. It's like eight, ten hours of you being able to sleep like you're in your fucking bedroom. So you like land off the flight. I'm paying for it. It's fire. I'm not I'm gonna paying lie. Paying for it, man. Like, but I've, I, me and my girl went to Japan one time, and she just saw at the last minute, like, oh, we could upgrade to first class, and it was only a thousand bucks each. That's like a twenty hour flight. It's like mm -hmm. multiple flights. Worth it was definitely worth it. So worth it. unbelievably worth it, bro. Worth but it. but on a day to day basis, when they go to book me for a flight and it's on the jumper dime, no. Now somebody else is trying to book me to fly somewhere, I'll just be like, yeah, 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 first class, okay, yeah, yeah, for sure. If somebody else, if paying. we do anything for work, Adam, you've you, made me you kind of got to give me the first. I've never had first class treatment. That's a bad precedent. The, C, the CEO of Walmart flies business class, Adam, and granted, you haven't had any guests in here that could, you know, fly me out. What did that mean? That was like because, very sneaky linkage. Adam, wasn't it? <laughs> because Adam is hating. Adam is hating on my love life. No, I think that if all you wanted was a fly out from some random rapper, there's been plenty of opportunities. I know a couple. I have it. 
Yes, well, I don't know. Has. Yeah, you just got to, you know, throw it back a little bit. Maybe yeah. hit one of your little j- jumping jack routines in the office. What do I do? Tempt them. <laughs> <laughs> Come to me, rappers. You're telling me you don't got one right now that's in your DMs? No, zero. One that's never hit you that says, hey, I want to have you. I am so honest with you guys that, like, I'm willing to give you my phone for a day just so you can see. I'm like, not saying ones that you in, you engage on. You I'm talking about just ones that just come. No, that's the thing. You, you don't have don't, any, no. even if you don't respond. Well, I'm not, I don't go out. You don't have to go out to get DMs. No. Right? I mean, I, I, fuck, I I've mean, been told that I'm unapproachable. So, I mean, apparently. I have like this kind of straight face that, you know. <laughs> yeah, you, you like have put out too much like not a slut energy over the years that now like you're trying to enter this like little mini hoe phase. Did you see her at the live show, me and you were looking at her like, what'd she say? Remember <laughs> me and you were standing next to each other and she said some What'd shit. she say? Something, Fuck. something sassy. She said something. Remember, told, we were taking pictures. I with- told the fan. So there was a fan at the live show, and she said that she bought her boyfriend tickets for a no, the No Jumper show for mm-hmm. his birthday, and it was mm-hmm. a surprise. And I told him he needed to suck a fart out of her ass. Mm-hmm. You don't remember that? That's a lot. No, I remember it now. That's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> It just took me aback. I just didn't know what the fuck to say. I I'm forgot like, what it was, but it was some shit along the line. I was like, that's what Gina thinks love is. Yeah. <laughs> that's what mouth. these streets did to her. A fart in the mouth. I've never had a fart second out of my ass, but it was just the first thing that came to my mind. Y'all got to stop treating me like like the little like 13-year-old girl. Like how you kicked me out the group chat. Like mm, I, know I see you, it. I know y'all want to like protect my innocence and stuff, but... Yeah, let's talk about that. <laughs> y'all know I'm grown. Hey. So basically like... Somebody started a group chat with a bunch of different people in the office because they were trying to get information about a little Christmas holiday party, whatever. And then immediately, and this is like, I've never been in a work group chat with one of the female employees. It's just like, we we have like a homie group chat that does not have any girls in it and is very clearly... Almighty suspect in the building is very clearly not a work group chat. I just want to make that clear. Not a work group chat. So if we want to send porn, if we want to send, uh, you know, Muslim clerics beheading, ter- uh, you know, government officials, that's okay. That's not work stuff. So my thing is, I am a little nervous because I don't like, you know, immediately people started saying things that were just like, in my opinion, inappropriate for a work group chat. Mm-hmm. So I disbanded the group chat. I deleted everybody from the group chat. Turns out once there's like two or three people left, you can't keep removing people. Which, well, then I started a new group chat with all the same yeah, people. Yeah, because she and, – and I get it too though because <laughs> you're kind of like suffering from the sins of every woman who ever made a fake or, or embellished workplace allegation because yeah. now dudes are scared to treat chicks like normal fucking people in the workplace. Even calling them chicks could be considered very inappropriate in a lot of uh, workplaces. But – that's a shame because it's like I'm sure somebody like you, you would just like to be exposed to all the barroom happy hour guy talk, and like you're not going to get your feelings hurt easily if that you overhear a talk. sexual conversation. Yeah. But at the same time, like as dudes in a workplace, you don't want to make a woman feel like she has mm-hmm. to like be hearing a sexual conversation unless she opts into it, right? Well, I do respect that, and I do thank you for even considering me that way. But I am like the girl who's always been a part of like the boys' club. Mm. So I have a bunch of male siblings. I have a bunch of cousins and a bunch of homeboys and stuff like that. So those conversations don't bother me as much, but that is different in the workplace. Mm. Yeah, like it's one thing if you opt in. It's another I also thing if started you... the bullshit too in that group chat. Yeah, yeah. I is was this mic one. on? It's no. not. We got to turn mine on too. Crank that guy up. Yeah, I was the one who had started all the bullshit in there. You did start it. though. I put my ass on the thing. 
That was your ass? She, was- made, she made the picture on the group chat her own butt. I, I thought it had it. to I be some Gina. other butt. Is it's on Gina? my Instagram though, so it's not like I just I dropped the booty on it. Hey, dog, I hear like a like a hey like a concerned fucking coworker. I said, <laughs> Gina. I was like, is that your ass on the? I said, Gina. And is it okay is to it do you? that with yourself? It wouldn't be okay for me to do it. It would no. definitely. Be if I made the the group okay. chat photo a picture of my cod piece from of a recent flesh, plug talk that episode, fle- that fucking flashlight. No. Well, no. that would be gay. Right. Well, it'd also be inappropriate. It would be inappropriate. I don't think but that being gay is the X standard. factor. Am I good? Am I good? <laughs> like yeah, you could you. you could be gay. You just can't like send us nudes of yourself. That would be crazy. Well, you basically did because you made no, your that's butt my, the default picture, that picture on the group chat. Is on my Instagram. I'm sorry. I just got a little nervous because you said something, and then I realized you weren't saying something else. No, I was okay. just I was trying. Right. To... I just I just didn't want you to think I was like <laughs> acting weird for a second. I, at first, I was like for a second. I thought you were a... saying something that I didn't want you to say, and then I'm like, oh wait, never mind. Okay, yeah. You caught it? Right, what the fuck I missed? <laughs> I know, I know. We were just talking about the day that I got kicked out the group chat. I think we all got kicked out the group chat. We all did. No, we actually, did. I actually... I you were one of the there. ones I couldn't delete. It's like was, the last two or three. I was like, well, that I'm guy I was still in. I think fast. it was me and him. I'm still talking in that motherfucker. Now, that was crazy. I was they, like, changed the was name. they changed the name to not Melvin's room. I'm like, yeah, I'm sure that's not going to confuse anybody. She called it Melissa's room. <laughs> who the hell's Melissa? I said, who the hell is that? What about Moesha's room? Oh, well, I didn't think of that. Because now, Melvin now that is, could be considered inappropriate. Melvin is from... No, it's, <laughs> it's good. Because it's like a wow. legendary fictional character. Like, Melvin is it's Melvin from Baby Boy. name. I know, but that's what I'm saying. Is Melvin is like a legendary fictional black dude from Baby Boy. So Moesha is a legendary from? female black character from a TV show. Well, so that's where y'all got... I thought it and it begins Marvin's with M, room. which also I think is important. I thought y'all was doing a play on Marvin's Room. See, I think, yes, originally that is why I did that. Is It's like kind of funny to me to do Melvin's Room because Melvin is the sort of obscure character from a legendary movie. Yeah. And I just thought, it was because like we were kind of new to like, oh, we have a Hoover friend. And then Mel- <laughs> Melvin has Hoover tattooed across his back. <laughs> You're also fucking gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> we have a Hoover friend. Because that's how it started is because I sent that picture in the group chat just to uh, be like, T-Row, your boy. <laughs> And then I think I like boom. I made it the picture. I met the person who that um, character was based off of. For there's a yeah. real one. Who? Yeah, uh, my it was my dad's from Hoover, so he had took me over there and introduced me to the guy. Interesting. Wow. Yeah. You know who? You know who's a legendary gangster that I fucking wish was real. Oh, Marcellus from Pulp Fiction. Hmm, now he does get he gets raped in the ass in that movie. So. Pause. We're gonna have to take that off the pause record. That, man. But pause. Du- pause. But during the part of the movie where he's just him, fucking badass. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Wonder how many it. other people really nah, actually walk around the world time. like that. What that are really like that? That are gangster, but they taking it up the ass. No, 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 you know. Hold on, like more, more than you fucking more than you know. Hey, put some respect on my boy's name. He had a shotgun pointed at him, and he was being raped. At gunpoint by shoot a couple me. of Bruh. sick fucks. They had shoot another me. guy in a gimp suit. He was wearing hey, an all black me. leather suit. They were keeping him chained up in the basement. I'm out of shoot here. Me. No cap. Shoot me. I mean, yeah. I'm just keeping it real, yeah, bro. Because I don't know if I want to walk around like that for the rest of my life. I don't know life. if I want to either. We're going to blow your head off and fuck that. your corpse. That's cool. At least I wasn't there at least, for I, it. at least I didn't have control of that. Yeah. What, I didn't what? experience it. I'd rather live like a man than die on my... I don't know. Well, speaking of fucking in the ass... Gina, uh, a weekend with Gina. 
<laughs> Tell us about your weekend, Gina. A video uh, okay. surfers from an interview <laughs> with Gabrielle Union playing with oh Boosie's top. Mm. So what'd she say? She's, sex played him. She sex played him. I don't like her. And she said, he's always worried about dick. He always has dick on his brain. I don't like her. Maybe he's gay. So do your son. And um, Your white gays. <laughs> We're throwing shots. A whole lot of them. What? A whole lot of them today. A million. I feel like my nigga Boozy be speaking the truth a lot of the time. On everything. But look, to play devil's advocate, he did speak on their kids first, but your kid public as fuck, so we all gonna speak on them. Facts. Mm. So wait, you know she saying? the one who got oh, she's the one who got the kid with Dwayne Wade. Yes. Yeah. Okay. No, yes. she doesn't oh, have yeah. the kid with well, him. That's not her kid. Oh, his the, it's from another relationship. It's from another, another relationship. And now she's with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got now it. She's got with it. him. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, because I remember when the original baby mama was mad at him. Mm-hmm. For, I don't like that shit. Right. I heard that she's a pastor. Yep. Really? If I'm not mistaken. Well, no yeah. wonder she's against the trans kid. Okay, she's that a makes sense. And she refers I, to Gabby, Gabrielle Union as a devil. Right, did you read this quote? This top quote here? Yeah, it's just pretty much what was on um, Boosie's story. Okay, Boosie wrote, The whole world know I love women. The world knows your husband love dick. I'll blurt it in for you. I got you. I Keep hope on. you don't think blacks look at y'all like a power couple. They don't. I had refused to talk about y'all in interviews. And here you go. Go bang him with that dick and wait on a script, you little white girl. And Wo- that's woman, crazy. <laughs> I never even read that part that he said, little white girl. Like, I really do feel like she's white gay. She ain't even a part of the culture, homie. I'm At just all. keeping it real. I don't feel that. I don't feel like Gabrielle Union is a part of the culture. So I really do overlook her. And you can overlook me too, baby. I really don't give a fuck. I think people should stay out of other people's business. Facts. Both of them. Facts. Um, because she went on the interview and she was kind of, uh, I guess she was <laughs> attempting to defend the situation, but in her defending the situation, she sex played Boosie. Mm, so it's technically like, like you're doing the same thing that you're saying that It's super inappropriate. In. I'm sorry. If, if, you, if someone has a political opinion, which in this case, I would say that Boosie does have a somewhat valid opinion, which is basically just that he's concerned that basically kids are transitioning too young. Facts. I don't think that's like totally... Totally out of the bounds of like acceptable conversation. I think if somebody says something like that and you disagree, it's on you to respond with facts and logic, and it's not on you to just call him gay. If you call somebody gay because of their actual opinion, then you are a homophobe and you are basically using the idea of him being gay to like punish him. Like, why is it why? A, why would it be a bad thing if he was gay? If he chose to be gay, that's totally fucking fine. It's just not... When you say something like that, it's not the dunk that you think it is. You actually sound like an idiot, right. and you're actually working against your own cause because aren't you the kind of person who thinks that gay people should be normalized but, but, and it shouldn't be used as an insult? Adam, isn't gay used in, a, in different formats? Gay is a, is a word of a terminology of being happy. People right. say, I'm gay, I'm happy. Right. People can say, oh, you gay in a sense of like you're tripping. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I say gay, gay all day for I little say, stupid shit. Yeah, like little stupid <laughs> shit. But it's not I'm, not, I'm not directing it towards an actual gay person. Right. But what, what I'm saying, saying is that if she heard me say, oh, hey, Josh, that shirt is gay as fuck, that she would say, you're a homophobe and you shouldn't be using gay in that way. Yeah. But, but then, then her first Boosie. thing that she does in response to Boosie having a different opinion than her is to basically accuse him of being on the download. You don't think that's but a that's form of my... white gaze? I think it's just retarded. But I think it's like it's just a bad dunk. It's a bad insult. And it's, my... it's hypocritical. Yeah, that was my issue with her even sex playing Boosie because it's like it, it's literally a, a response out of emotion rather than logic. 
You wanted to down talk this man and play with his sexuality and things like that. I like that. So that that's her way of combating what he's been doing to her. And you're technically just doing the same thing. A good response from her would be like, my child transitioned at this age and we did X amount of testing and we met with these doctors and we did all this stuff that was responsible before we decided to start giving them hormones or right. whatever. That would be an actual response right. that combated the like Boosie's opinion. <laughs> Calling him gay, you're out of here. Yep. You're you're, yeah, that's you're just immature. Like, you're a fucking loser. That kills it. You don't really you don't really have an argument. Once you just be like, well, yeah, I think he take dick too. Like, I mean, what does that really? What did that do? You got what I'm yeah. saying? Besides, just throw a little more gasoline on the fire. That didn't really defuse anything, or didn't even right. get a point. You didn't make a yeah. point. You didn't make no argument, logic, point, nothing. It was just a that's just an argument at that. If point. he was secretly gay, which I'm not saying there's any chance of that being true, but if he was, it would mean nothing. Like his his opinion about you letting your kid transition would be the exact right. same opinion. So what the fuck are we even talking right. about? Right, saying well, Adam, he's gay doesn't defuse yeah. what he Boosie. said about your son at all. Yeah, Adam, you shared a very interesting tweet that said, "If I say something about you and then you call me a hater, aren't you just validating what I said?" Is yeah, it's like, like kind of like you this? could call me a hater, sure, all right, but it's like why why, why respond to that part of it? Why right. not respond to the actual thing I said? If I yeah. said if I tweeted and said such and such podcast sucks dick. If, but if I made like a specific criticism, if I said like your your topics suck or your your you guys make bad jokes or whatever the fuck it is, if I have a she, specific criticism, respond to that. Don't just call me a hater. I already know I'm a hater. She's supposed to be pro transgender. I feel like their family supports that, you know, and they stand behind that. If that's the case, stand behind people that you know you shouldn't be trying to sex play like that. Like that mm -hmm. man said, not quote him. He was like, don't ever play on a on a hood hero. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you don't ever play on, on a hood hero like that. I'm a man. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I, I use a better format of saying sex play. He didn't use that word, but that's the terminology. Mm -hmm. He was being sex played. You know what I'm saying? And like real motherfuckers, real men, and, I, and it's not about nobody has anything against gays, but it's like real men, we don't we don't play that shit. Like you ain't gonna try to sex play me, like, because what you're trying to do is demasculate me. Mm -hmm. That's what you're trying to do throughout your little joke. You're trying to demasculate me and turn me down. And whenever you have like a controversial political opinion, which I'm still going to kind of give that to Boosie, that he just mm. has his opinion of how yep. he feels, people are always going to try to silence you by going for the easiest possible dunk. Like, you know, like if, if you had a viral tweet uh, uh, basically agreeing with Boosie, what, what are they going to, what's the most viral response tweet going to be? It's just going to be somebody saying, well, look at what you got caught up doing back in the day, or look at how you said one time on the podcast, you're a piece of shit. People don't talk about ideas enough. People don't respond to the actual thing in question enough. You know? I get stuff like that all the time. I mean, I do some of my interviews have been confrontational. So, I mean, it, I, it's brought some blowback like that. So, I can definitely understand, mm. you know, but I, I've said this before. I don't think, I think what the problem is, people look at, and being Gabrielle Union, she looked at the messenger. She didn't listen to the message, mm. she judged the messenger. And that's the problem. They always said, hey, man, don't judge the messenger. Just listen to the message. Mm. If she put out a clear, concise statement, maybe Boosie could respond and they could have a conversation. Instead, they, she called him gay. She called and, him and gay. And it's over. And it right? was over, yeah. She said, you know, uh, you, you look like you, you got a lot of dick on your mind, mm. as I quote. She, she said that she probably was just like sitting mind. at home minding her business and like this clip from a year ago just surfaced. <laughs> right, yeah. She really like... catching up on her Vlad TV catalog. <laughs> she right, she was right? Be hilarious. 
She probably thought that shit was hilarious. She <laughs> is what I call old. she is what I call white gaze. And that what I mean by that is it's just a certain way people act. It's not being a white person. That's why I consider it white gaze. Because anybody can act like that. And she's just very prudent. I feel like she just kind of she's in her own world. Mm-hmm. Like I said, she don't even look like she takes pictures with anybody. Like she's one of them weirdos, eats a salad out of the garbage can. Worry about your own life. Mm. Worry about your own life. Mm-hmm. Worry about what you got going on. You're over here making decisions for children that aren't even yours, mm. which I found kind of disturbing because I feel like whether the the mother was there or not in the child's life, they should at least have a say in that. That's a major change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a that's a that's detrimental to a child's life. I saw a clip or I read something about. I think it was a. I think it was a lady. She had uh, wanted to do a, a sex change or something she like wants that. Reverse. End up going and suing the doctors, telling them you knew I wasn't in my right state of mind. Why would you allow me to do this? Mm-hmm. Why would you allow me to do this? I'm coming for you all. I want all. I want my. I want money. And I she want. was a grown ass woman. Grown ass. We're woman. talking about a teenager. And there's yeah. like a big ass growing community of people who have serious regrets about their transitioning. It's n- this is not just like a totally made up thing. You know, no. it's like I've seen these fucking no. videos, and somehow it doesn't really get any mainstream attention. Which I guess their argument is like, well, it happens to such a small percentage of people that it should be totally ignored. But like the rate of people transitioning has yeah. gone up so much. It is kind of a social contagion like trend Facts. type yeah. thing where it's just like in a lot of schools and shit like. Very large chunks of the girls are deciding that they want to be trans, and I think that it's probably something that at least deserves inspection. Like people not, should be talking about. I'm it, not you know? gonna that, call that lawsuit. I'm, I'm not gonna call. I think she did. I'm not gonna listen. I got love for gays. I got man, nothing but same. love, and it's cool with them LGBTQ. White gays. Shout out to them, man. But no. listen, I and I won't call that a sickness because if that's how you really feel, you feel like you were born like that. That's cool. But what you weren't born as was a lady or a man. So when you go and you change your body, that's mutilating your body. That's not you just naturally being who you are. You go and you mutilate yourself. Mm-hmm. That's body, that's human mutilation. You're mutilating yourself. You're cutting something off or taking something that you were never supposed to have. You can be who you want to be. If you want to be gay, be gay. Be, be bright, be happy, do your thing. But to change your body, I feel like that part starts to turn into maybe a problem or maybe a sickness. But if somebody wants to do that, I think that it's within their rights. If they want to live their life that way, that's fine. It's just right. that there needs to be some standards and protocols for like yeah. this decision being made. And especially yeah. when it comes to kids. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Who, bro, when I was 11, I would have got a fucking Rage Against the Machine face tattoo if I could have. Like, Facts. you just don't really know what the fuck you are when if you're a I young kid. If I was able to do the shit that I wanted to do at 14, I wanted to have all type of stupid ass, disrespectful ass tattoos, all type of shit. I wanted all type of shit at that age. Right. And then now that I'm 25, I've been like, thank 
God, I didn't go to Damn, that shit. Adam, I, forget I used to turn around you, and pee like a boy. Can I tell you a story oh of God. when I first encountered with something like that? Like I ever saw something that was transgender or, you know, were a stud. I was probably about 13 years old, and in my neighborhood, I saw there was a couple together, and it was a, it was a transgender and a stud <laughs> that was together. Stud is just a, a masculine but it was a girl. lesbian, It right? was a girl. Yeah, it was a girl with a man, though, but the, the roles were reversed. I see that all the time. It was a it was a transsexual with a stud. Okay, you know what I'm saying. So the man dressed like a woman and the woman dressed like a man. I've never seen that. Was I could a, take you to a Seven Eleven on Santa Monica Boulevard. But I was see a, that right but now. But I was a kid though, so it was very. <laughs> I want to say it was almost taboo. You didn't see it as much as you see it today. That's right. It's it's out more today. So when I was a kid and I'm seeing it firsthand, I'm not <laughs> seeing it on TV. They allow a lot more stuff on TV than they did back when I was a kid. So when I when, so for me to get it like hands on, I'm just walking through the neighborhood like I'm meeting people. I'm, you know what I'm saying? I see people. I, I live there. Now, you remember the years. first time you were a little kid and you seen a trans person and you were just like, that was my first time. <laughs> like, I, you know what? Yeah, what I didn't even. I, I was so young. I didn't even really understand it. I was just like, "Oh well, damn." You know, I guess that's what's going on to see a stud with a, a transgendered, you know, what I'm saying, man to a woman. Like mm -hmm. that was different for me. I'm like, "Damn, why don't y'all just be regular, y'all?" I bet y'all still fuck the same. I don't think growing up, I saw <laughs> I any mean, any transgenders or anyone dressed. I did. You weren't on the right dressed, blocks, but I, sure. definitely, I was down in the, every, in the slumps. Everybody had like the flamboyant like. Homeboy or classmate around, or is that forbidden know, on fig? Like I, I mean, there's hey. kind of is there like different strips for that activity? Yeah, that yes. would make sense yes, to me. Yeah. No, there you go. I'll, no, I'll you hit it on the head. It's some it. spots where that's like just San where Pedro? they at, bro. Definitely. When I was in Argentina, they took us to this fucking loop de loop. It's like a park. You drive your your car into the park, and it's like all there's mad cars going the through the park, boys. super slow. And as you get in, you just see it's the like all boys. just trees and shit, and you see like, like that, the mm. craziest experiment looking ass humans right there, and motherfuckers are just pulling in and getting it in. And we drove right through that shit. It was like a house of horrors, my guy. I didn't, I didn't see one like piece I wanted to affiliate with the whole time. Getting in like having like that. sex. Oh yeah, they were all getting fucked in their cars and shit all through this little loop. How'd that make you feel, Adam? Did you get aroused, or did you be like, "Fuck this, this is sick"? Or no, I felt walk away. I felt horrible for these people because most of them seemed like they were in real like <laughs> decay. Oh, he's got a nigga. I mean, I've been to whorehouses <laughs> in like Thailand and China that at least, at least they look happy. At least like they look yeah. well taken care of. Yeah. No, this was different. We outside. They look like they straight diseased, falling apart, hmm. fucking mutated, infected, straight the scariest shit I ever seen, bro. I probably mm. would lose my mind. I walked into a party and saw somebody sniff a line and almost had a heart attack. Oh my! Oh, that shit regular. No. You gotta you spend the night with us. Take a walk. In <laughs> 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 I was like, we definitely go. couldn't we take go. a walk. Nah, in if we ever, you, you ain't snorting a line if we had a wild night in Vegas. No, no. You not touch it ever. No. Damn, yeah. I, I wouldn't anymore either. But that was so normal to me. Would for you so still long. be able to like, like, let's say, for instance, like we're hanging out, right? Yeah. Me and you were hanging out. We're all partying. You do a line, but I don't do one. Is that going to make you feel indifferent? Like, damn, he's not on my high. I don't really want to hang out with him. No, but like, there's been hood vlogs that I might filmed. feel like that. I feel being so real. That's why I don't be picking like, up. I'll be like, no, because I don't want to like fuck your high up. I don't, don't, don't get out. So I'll do be like, all right, well, problem. maybe this is my time to probably dip. You all know right. what I'm saying? Because it's a different I'll, I'll mode it like this. Take, if, take if, place. If I'm kicking it with a bunch of people and they all do coke, I know. I'm probably out of here within about an hour. <laughs> like, like Facts. I'm gonna be annoyed as fuck real soon. Facts. I I feel like they'll look at me funny and uh, 
think that I think that I'm better than them or something. So it's oh, like, yeah, there's I, a lot don't, of that. I don't want to be They're all going to be talking about it. What's it like being someone who doesn't do coke? I must be crazy. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, no, nah, I'm not putting <laughs> shit in my nose. The I'm craziest sorry. feeling is when you're sober and you walk into a room of people who are either drunk or on drugs and they are all just in your face. Adam, oh my God, I got this business I want to start. You're going to invest in it. We're going to start a crypto exchange. <laughs> what do you say? Do you pretend like, oh yeah, I'm with it? I'm the, worst per- I'm the worst pretender on earth. I'm like, ah, okay, okay. Yeah. I got an addictive personality. So I say that all the what time. I know about myself, that's what keeps me in control. Because I'm like, everything I do, I do to the max. Mm. Whether it's smoking, even cigarettes, I know that's bad. Like, that's not, you shouldn't do that. But like, I take advantage of everything that I do do. So I'm like, shit, I don't got no business plan with nothing at all and i like to be and to be real with you bro while i really don't do drugs i don't want to wake up in the morning look in the mirror and not recognize myself yeah i don't want to wake up in the morning dealing with the consequences from the thing i did the night before because if i have a nice night where i eat good and drink a lot of water and get a good night's sleep i wake up in the morning feeling fucking amazing yeah if I wake up after a night of drinking, even if i have three four drinks i'm you know i don't love it doing coke you feel like death in the morning I got See? too many crackheads in my family, so I kind of think no, think that I know too. how it's gonna turn out. So it's yeah, like, I'm why would I do games. it? I don't yeah. know. Like I told, um, I don't know who I told this story to, but like everybody who who I grew up around who did cocaine, they was just dusty. So that wasn't something yeah. that I wanted to do. But like the niggas who was doing the fly drugs, I was like, hmm, I might pick up that cup of lean though. Them mm-hmm. niggas look it's fly no, out there. No fly but if you're doing powder, the, the niggas who I knew who was doing cocaine, they looked like absolute bums, and I wanted no part of it. Besides niggas who was in the game, but like just regular people. I'm like, nah, you look kind of dusty, bro. I don't think I want nothing to do with that. Being a rich cokehead's a wild look. You feel me? But I feel like there's a lot of those. I feel like that's yeah. regular. Yeah. There's a, a lot of people that I knew in the game that didn't do drugs, didn't drink nothing, and didn't allow their chicks to drink and smoke like it takes away from the pot. Mm-hmm. So you know what I'm saying? The stack up, the more the merrier. You know what? I'll be real with you. Those ones always end up winning more. Facts. Mm-hmm. They always end up winning more to keep a clean program and kind of run the bitch through dare. Because when I think about like, fuck, when facts. I think about say no. all the time I spent going to p- parties and clubs and shit drinking, yeah. if I wasn't drinking and I was just thinking like, oh, that's this dude who owns this business, I should go talk to him and introduce myself. Maybe we could do some business. Maybe we, he could advertise. Oh, that's this chick who who runs this magazine. I'm gonna go talk to her. If you go out and socialize and don't make it all about getting fucked up, you can accomplish so much by going out. Facts. I yeah. just don't really take advantage. It's of called this networking. networking. Yeah. Real. How Real network. How would you feel if you seen like one of your employees doing a line? And then, all right, Adam, let's set up you for the stream. Whoa. Have I? Have you? Like out there. Whoa. Like, I said no spoke names. up for it. Like I quick, said no like, names. <laughs> I said no names. No, no. Okay, I'll put it like this for a hypothetical. When we were in Vegas, there was an allegation that one of the employees was snorting Adderall. Now I didn't see it, hmm. and I don't know if it's true, but it, it, it made me think: How would I feel if that's true? Here's my thoughts. If you're doing it and you're acting like a fucking weirdo and you're going to annoy the fuck out of me, yeah, I'm going to look at you different after. If you can do it and you're just, that's just you partying and you keep to yourself or you maintain a consistent persona, then I don't give a fuck, you know? But if you're going to do it and go jump off a roof and get arrested and like a bunch of bullshit, you know? But if you could keep your shit together off drinking, drugs, whatever. Well, if it was, well, if it was house phone, he rode a scooter the whole time, so I think he was very safe. No, he just <laughs> left just the whole time. We didn't see the motherfucker the whole time. We did a team building gonna... trip, and he was gone with bitches the whole time in a motorized cart. He got left behind. Yeah, because he slept so late with whatever girl he was with. But you know what, though? I, I love him because I know it wasn't him. He was just kicking it. 
Like I was with him most. I was watching him. He was, bro. Mm. He was just kicking it. He went and did a little shop, and he went. And did, he did what House Phone does. I talked to House Phone's ugly ass, so I know he don't. I don't think he. Was, I don't think it was him. I don't know who it was. That I can't say, but I do. I know House Phone enough. I don't think it was him that night. Mm. That night, keyword. You know, <laughs> you know what's funny about it wasn't that trip? Him though? That night, bro. The whole idea of that trip was that we were gonna build a lot of team camaraderie and shit with the people who went. That shit was fun, bro. It was all right, but it also definitely oh, like, like see, seeing a, some people like fucked up. Definitely like changed. My How about bro. me and the fat burger? Did that cause you a problem? Well, I didn't Did see that. Cause that. you a little scared? Weren't I'm kind of glad I wasn't there for that. He wasn't with us. <laughs> no, I heard about us. it. Though. Listen to me, mate. <laughs> Vegas is my. That's my city, man. I grew up around there, like. Uh, that's been some of my stomping grounds. So like some of the same places that I was here when it was a McDonald's. I was. I heard that. <laughs> I was there. So like I was there as a kid. A lot of things didn't happened in that area. So I've seen a lot of things. I got a lot of memories, a lot of history. Right. So you know, when I bring my people somewhere, I just and I know I've, I know these areas. I just want them to be accommodated right. Mm. And everything seemed like it was cool. And all I wanted was some French fries, man. I figure shit, you know, mm. shit. I've been drinking, you know, catch a little sober up, man, before I head on in. And and the bitch told me, like, yeah, you got to buy a whole meal. I said, when in the fuck did you ever have to buy a whole meal to get some French fries? I never heard of that. I've never, never heard. That's heard what she told that. me. She Everything was like, on the menu is up for grabs. She told me. She was like, especially a fucking fat burger. Bitch, this shit's all a la carte. Right. Stop playing with me. <laughs> Stop fucking playing with me. What does a la carte mean? Me. means like everything's item, sold right? individually. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's not like you're really doing a, you know what I'm saying? You have to buy everything kind of separately, even yeah. from putting an egg on your shit. Whatever. Right, they got you're a fry shortage. all this shit. I man, even if you do, guess what? I should have told him. Well, guess fries. what, bitch? In and out, don't in and out. Shout out to you. We going over and getting us some potatoes all day. Did she end up giving you the fries? <laughs> nope. You think I'm tripping ordering the lettuce burger? And you know what's Definitely. so cold? Because you, you <laughs> no, know I get so that cold? one. Fucking lettuce. I get that one. Protein style. Laugh oh, at this you like one. that? Yeah, I fuck I with like it. it too. Yeah. You don't need the bread. I get the peppers chopped up inside. Put Five guys. Bread on top. Five guys. You don't need the bun. They give you lettuce. It's good. They I've give you more than enough I'm fucking fries. Five guys. Five. Shout out to Five Guys. They'll five give you all the fucking five. fries you want. I've I'm had Tams. I'm thinking about of switching to egg whites Tams. instead of Gina. eggs in the morning. Gina's so fucking yeah. ghetto. Got to be like, I had Tams. I'm at Tams on Rosecrans. <laughs> <laughs> you know? We fuck with Tams, right? We do. Outside of this being an early slot, it looks super different in here. Yeah, they did like. It's given intimate. They turned all the lights off and then they put this one. people now. I'm sure the people in the chat are talking about how it looks different. It's the people in here right now. It's the aura. Oh, yeah, we got auras. It's the fucking aura going right now. This shit's strong. Now, you guys look fly. I got my hood up. I'm rocking a hoodie. I already wore seven times. This shirt is longer than this shirt. Out of place. Adam, you white as fuck. We don't expect nothing else from you. I'm trying to be even more white in the new year. I'm not going to buy clothes all year. What are your New Year's resolutions? When you going to wear your fucking chain, Adam? Never. Uh, New Year's resolutions? Yeah. Lose more weight. Get get a six-pack. Okay. Get a six-pack. Buy it. You heard it. Adam, whatever. If I don't do it, if you ever see me eating bad, Scold me. Adam, Adam, what did being rich teach you? Getting rich today. You weren't always rich. I don't think you were always having money. But when you started having money, what did it actually teach you? What can you teach the audience? I, like what to do like when you start actually obtaining I was pretty broke. I had like less than, you know, ten thousand dollars for most of my life up until I was like in my early thirties. So I can definitely say that. I that have, that's I, real. I like I that. Like plenty. you were just having it, having Yeah, like and I had like moments it. where maybe I was having a good amount, but realistically I was Barely holding it together for like my whole life until my early 30s when No Jumper started working. And I could say that the best thing that having money has taught me is how fucking meaningless it is. Because this is the thing is 
I know I spent all those years just hustling, just trying to make money, trying to get this bag, get this bag, get this bag, do whatever I could to just get more money. And now that I actually have money and I have a kid and have like a happy fucking family relationship, I'm like, oh, fuck all that. It would have been such a waste of my life if I had just been hustling my whole life. Like the fucking family shit has shown me the 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 meaningfulness of life beyond anything that I ever knew before. And I also want to say though that I got money doing exactly what I wanted to fucking do, making the exact kind of content that I was enjoying making, pretty much just following my heart. So to me, I feel like my process of getting to the point of having money was a lot different than a lot of other people because you know you could you could get rich by just have, being a truck driver by having a you know a, a objectively not that great job that you fucking hate day in day out, but then at the end of the fucking year you're like I saved a hundred hundred grand, that's fire. Like, but I got money doing what I was passionate about, so I didn't get jaded. I didn't, if anything, I just got more excited through becoming kind of successful. Was you know? there times that you wanted to run away from it and you felt like you couldn't? There was times I procrastinated by just doing shit that wasn't conductive or you know productive to the the goal. Like I remember when we started the the shop downtown, it's like there's just all the like the world is my fucking oyster right in front of me. I've got this podcast. I can go to parties. I can meet people. I can get more content going, et cetera, et cetera. No jumper was starting to catch steam, but then I also just started watching every single episode of Entourage. I'm spending like five six hours every night doing that, and then. As I got to the fucking last episode, I just fucking looked myself in the mirror and I was like, you just spent like 150 fucking hours watching that show because you are running away from all the opportunities that are on your fucking plate right now. So stop bullshitting and get to it. Mm. Truth needs no support. That's real shit. But I I never like was like, oh, I give up. Because I had like every reason in the world to give up, and I never even thought about it. Well, speaking of giving up, uh, did you guys read the story about the guy uh, who killed himself at the happiest place on earth, dude, Disneyland? I, I, I was just, just fucking reading. read his suicide note on Sledge Lords, <laughs> oh, dude. Uh, I was just reading that shit. So to give a little it's backstory, for the bitch. Um, him and his wife, who they were secretly married for three years, had and he, some- and he was a principal. Yeah. At a high school, and right? And he was actually Vashti's middle school principal. Okay, so that's out there in the open. It was Vashti's principal, dude. That's crazy. You yeah, knew it was. Yeah, she did. She is right there. That's right fucking there. nuts. That's crazy. Yeah. How that's you just up in the office. middle of this? That's like you're fucking Judge Ito or something, dude. I asked her, too. I was like, was he a nice guy? She was like, he was super nice. Yeah. He seemed asked, like... I asked V. I did said, you read the suicide nice? note? Yeah, I read That's it. the yeah. note of a nice guy. He didn't blame but her. I, but I asked somebody that was actually around him. She was like, that was her school principal. So I mm-hmm. said, when y'all were there, was he a nice guy? V was like, well, yeah, he, he was super nice. She was like, we never would have thought, you know? So it lets you know that it'd be a lot more going on yeah. on the back, in the so back the, end. Well, the wife called the police on him, and he was instantly arrested, and he also was on administrative leave. Shame on she her. She said that he was beating her and maybe doing something to the to kids. The, to the girls, too. Do you wow. think that he told the the cops that he was molesting the kids or just like hitting the kids? I think they were referring to physical abuse, not sexual abuse. Okay, good. I'm not That's sure, but less the first on the first page of the uh, the swipe over that I read, I did initially think like, oh shit, this is like sexual abuse. I heard assault. she tried to recant the statements. She tried yeah. to retract yeah, she, Well, he said he had proof that she was doing that, right? He, he had messages from her talking to somebody <laughs> else 
and basically saying like, I didn't mean for it to go this far, you know, so on and so forth. So now she's feeling guilty about it. Imagine how guilty she's feeling right now. And imagine that- her inbox on every available oh. online platform. Imagine the, the shit people are sending her right now. Now, granted, she fucking deserves nasty. it. But also think about the fact that those little girls are, are I don't know if it's all girls, but they're going to grow up one day. Mm-hmm. I think he said our girls in the note, but they're going to grow up and they're going to slowly figure out this story. Yeah. Jeez. This this also this also brings awareness though to the justice system just in terms of the way that a female can call we can call the police and I can say right now, Adam just hit me and they're instantly gonna take you to jail. It's not gonna be any type of investigation. That's why I'm or anything. I'm sketchy around you. That's why I gotta keep keep my fucking It makes sense though. No, but for real Adam I squabble you because Adam did say in the chat, like I didn't understand it. Adam made me feel kind of weird about it because I was like, maybe I felt weird because you were right. Like when you were saying it, you were right. like, why are y'all doing this? This ain't fucking cool. Right. You know what I'm saying? When you were saying that, and I was like, maybe it's because I feel like Adam was kind of right about that. Like, damn it, I wasn't looking at it like that. I was like, damn, I look at Gina just as like a coworker, like that's the homegirl. Like, nigga, she's gonna, she does funny shit. She like one of the fellas pretty much when it comes to how we work and move as a unit. So I didn't really <laughs> look at it like that. But when you did it, it kind of made me feel awkward. Maybe it's because I didn't understand it at the time. <laughs> but the and, fucked and up part is just that, you know, Anyone could get offended, or anyone never know too. could get their feelings hurt. It's not just the girls that could get and their feelings hurt, but we all kind of assume that the dudes are never gonna fucking like you know that dudes can work shit out themselves, and that girls are these special little princesses that we need to protect from the terrible things that we're talking about, which is kind of unfair. Yeah. But well, I mean, continue to protect me. I appreciate it. Okay, but women, um, I do think uh, you know we do respond with emotion. Versus logic, and now this man got arrested. And That's why we're worried about you. Let into- <laughs> we, let's just, be real. Adam, it's not about me, it's about her. We don't I, judge women by the same standards I've that we judge men. Though. We judge them differently. Let's I'm, be real. I'm, I, listen Facts. to me. I, I, I'm a man that's came from dealing with women in my time. So what I do understand is you can never control a woman's emotions. When she's mad, she's mad. Mm-hmm. And she's going to push the line. Mm. That's the only way a it woman just knows on a, how you act. But a woman knows that physically, well, some women can't physically beat up a man. You know what I'm saying? So they figure out another way to hurt him. You hurt his career. Mm. You hurt his life. Make him you jump tell, off you, a building you, at Disneyland. You tell him yeah. stuff that you don't, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to make your life a living fucking hell. Even though I know you didn't do this, she could possibly have told him. Like, I know you didn't do this, but I know it's my word against yours. Yeah. That's pushing that power. Mm. Or she That's used, misusing it. Or she used the secrets that he didn't confide in her over these last three years and then used that shit against you when it's time and when it works for her. You know what I'm saying? When you sit in late night having them conversations, I'm sure he was having them conversations with his wife, she's, he's probably telling her all his insecurities you know what i'm saying and then ain't that what spouses do yes what i thought that's what you're supposed to do a lot of pillow talking goes on Mm -hmm. when you're in a relationship not a situation but a relationship Mm -hmm. so there's going to be a lot of pillow talk that goes on there's going to be a lot of things that the that a man's wife's going to hear that he doesn't necessarily want her (laughs) going and repeating but they get upset and they use it against your ass. They don't act rational when emotions are involved. I felt like fucking Jada Pinkett said something to Will that night. I feel like, oh, you gonna keep letting this nigga roast me? Yeah. Oh, you gonna keep letting him say something to me? But I'm saying then that's that look of, oh, you gonna keep letting him say something about me? Wait till we get home. Because nigga, I know all your shit. And I don't I don't know what that may entail to. It's not my yeah. business, but I do know that conversations like that happen. Did you you guys remember the scene on a thin line between love and hate where uh the sure. character when she was um, beating herself in the refrigerator. Mm. And I've then, never seen that. 
Sick. It was basically is Martin Lawrence. Uh, I forget the woman's name, the other character, but she was fine too. She was pretty back much, in the day. She's still she's still a, a, a pretty black lady. I forgot fuck. her. Yeah, I forgot her name, about? but I know exactly who you're talking about. She was all crazy. I can't think of her name. Yeah, she was crazy as fuck. She would anyway, beat herself up and start laughing in front of his ass. Yeah. Some he'd be like, "Bitch, you tripping?" Saying all that to say, I've seen that in person as a child with my dad, where a woman sat up there, fucked herself up, act like, yep, you going to jail, nigga. Like, watch this. You going to jail. It's control. Called the police. My daddy was gone for three years. It's because you know wow. what? And I want you to know something. It's a part of control, taking everything from him. Mm. She knows that at the end of the day, when you go to jail, you dead to the world. You dead to the streets. Mm -hmm. And the only person you probably have to call is her. I went to a, a anger management class. I had to do 52 weeks in an anger management class one time, whatever. They send you to that type of shit when you go through disputes, mm -hmm. whatever the case may be. And I ain't gonna lie, I learned a lot. Mm -hmm. I really did. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I noticed that a lot of the people that were in this class were still with the person that put them in there. Right. Mm. It's kind of weird, right? Yeah. But it's like, uh, but but a woman knows though, but a woman knows that when she puts you in jail, now you gonna listen. Because all you got is to call her. Who you gonna call? I'm gonna call my mom. Think mama. about that. No, I'm that's never cool. calling her. Keep no, me away from them cool. girls. No, I know what you're saying. People, <laughs> I'm just saying. There's a lot of people that don't, like don't have. <laughs> there's a lot of people that don't have their mama. So nigga, who you gonna call? And that's right. the only bitch you got. Let's say you moved across the country. You only kid. Your parents probably passed away. Whatever they ever do, but just they pass away, and all you have is you. And you go out here. You go move with this girl. You go fuck with her, and she fucks around, and she puts you in jail because she feels like you ain't listening. But would you, if a girl lies on you to the police one time? I'm not fucking. With I'm her. not gonna lie. I would rather be in myself fucked up then call the person who put me yeah, in the to cell. To me, that's unthinkable. At all. I'm not calling you. Know? You. I don't I've never even had to consider star, that. That's I'm, like, it's, not, it's not happening. I've thought about it like this. It's like you. your friend snitching on you, but it's way worse because your friend snitching on you, he's just a dude like you, right? You know girls have superpowers in the situation, so it's like that, but worse. So, y'all, with this situation, since that is his wife, Essentially, she's the person who's supposed to plan the funeral and do all that. Never. Wow. Let's say the funeral Not happens. even as a family member. Is she Never. even allowed to come to the funeral? No. She can't even but leave the crew. No. We beating that bitch up. I was lying. <laughs> Straight <laughs> up. See, they're <laughs> white. No cap. They we white. Okay, well, guess what? Do, that's cool. Okay, then just do it like how you we would say, okay, a white person, do, hey, you're just not allowed here. Right. We don't, mm. we don't need do a ceremony. Our family don't. Well, we know, Adam, you do shit a little differently. No, but I, I but for me, Adam too. Hell I'm no. saying, no. Hell no. But, but Adam, for you, you, you can hit the, the cemetery. You can go to the tombstone. You can leave your flowers. Just don't be there when I'm there. Are y'all Because I hate you for life, bitch. For life. the reason he's dead. For life. Hey, that's real shit, though. You've been around us too long. You've been what? around yeah, this too. No, I'm just saying. Like, I could never. Is. Rub it off on you, bro. He was like, supposed to yeah. like, have a private ceremony. But he took a page from my book. <laughs> no, like, he, was was like, say, he was about to say, cuz. Listen, cuz. You ain't allowed over here. If the homie is dead because a bitch lied on him and said some crazy ass shit about him, then for sure she is an op for life. You cannot fuck with her in any way at all, ever. It's up, bitch. Faux L. Forever. Ah, well. You must feel indifferent. Gina. Gina. That, that sigh was like a, well, I feel just a little different because I feel no. like maybe, maybe they had a relationship you feel like nobody else knew about. No, 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 no. Gina, that bitch you, shouldn't even be allowed to breathe right now. If you, you, and I, I don't even want to say she this because I feel like you, you told ass. me about a similar situation to this, but if you had a relative who was a victim of domestic abuse that ended with her dying, you can never fucking go anywhere near the Ever. dude again, right? I'm waiting, I'm waiting for his, 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 his he appeal in March. Oh, yeah, call us. Yeah, I'm waiting for that now. So, Almighty gonna be waiting outside this I penitentiary. Actually, I actually stopped going to court for that reason because I just couldn't take it no more. It was just like, 
all right, this is just too much. I'm just coexisting with the same, with the, you know, like, it's mm. like, yeah, this is, nah. You gotta go. You gotta, yeah. But Your I'm, expiration date Free is that man, though. Free, hey, what I say? Free that man <laughs> so we could what? See, see that, that man. man. Stop motherfucking playing. Straight free that up, man, man so we could see that man. See that man. We don't wish jail on nobody. Nobody. We wish I, don't wish it on my, I don't wish it on my worst <laughs> on enemy. On my worst mm-hmm. enemy. I wish. I, I, I hope you off enemy. the same earth I'm off. I don't want you to go to jail. Need you outside, player. Mm-hmm. Do y'all really think we, uh, Governor Newsom is about to give us these reparations? I no. fucking hope so. It's not happening, <laughs> I but don't. I hope so. I don't. I <laughs> think, hey, I think that's just some cap to get people excited. I, I wish. Uh, they would have changed that 200, 200 years ago. $223,000 per, per person. Tall descendants. Boy. If they got that type of money. Of slaves in California bruh. for housing. Well, a lot of the slaves came Come from on. down south, so we need to probably start there. Right. My daddy How already. in California first? Yeah, there is no descendants I don't of even understand. In, I get what you're saying, descendants of slaves in California, but there were, no, everybody, my Let's grandparents, my, my grandma migrated from Alabama. Shout out to the south, man. There was no one just here that my was, My people, Mississippi. You know what I'm saying? They all, yeah, my people Shout out to migrated them. from Alabama, so my you're going to have to tra- trace your shit, real shit to the south. My daddy done already picked, got all the paperwork gathered together and waiting for Whatever you need to upload it on. But was no, I'm. I, wasn't this like debunked, or was there like they do this every couple years? Adam over doing research. This is yeah, cap. I, I, they do this every I, couple I, years, though. Adam, is that a flower pop on the back of your phone? You like that? Nah, it's di- it's Pause. definitely it my different. Girls. For you. I took it. I just I like having the thing. Pause. Pause. Do your thing, though. <laughs> do your thing. <laughs> I'm just okay. Maybe it's not debunked. I thought I thought I saw some people saying that this was not true. Well, I don't think it's true. I, I mean, I think it? that I think that the headline is real and they're discussing it. I just don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, a nine-member reparations task force found that Californians who are descendants of enslaved African Americans should be compensated, you know, roughly a quarter million each due to housing discrimination practices from 1933 to 1977. Which actually, that's really interesting that they're they're trying to get reparations based on something much more specific. The way they yeah, and because it's I speak way on, after slavery. Can I can I speak on yeah. it? For real, I, I just want to touch on that because, and I want everybody to listen to me. Now we're gonna do this for housing discrimination, pretty much like putting people in bad areas. Yeah, like pretty much putting all black folks in bad areas. But I'm gonna be real, man. They put shit together for us. We just fucked it up. But where are people? We fuck shit up a little bit. We gonna take down the the courts. We take down the nets. We push the trash cans in the pool. Nobody else doing that shit, man. So we can't say that like housing did. We we make it, no matter what neighborhood we live in, we make that. But look, we make that. We I have full blown control of it. One thing I can say though is that when they started a lot of these housing things in the seventies, and I said this last time I was with Adam, is a lot of the criteria was you had to be a single black woman. That's we true even too. Be in the house. No, you had to be a single black woman. So of course you that should. Made generations fucked. It made up welfare. From, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It made welfare, welfare thrive. To be on welfare, you couldn't have a black man. Yeah, in it no made house. welfare thrive. It don't work. I'm just saying. I, I feel like it starts within mm. our people, man. We could take care of these communities. We could take care of. We these shouldn't have accepted the it welfare. It starts shit. with us. I'm not gonna listen, homie. Because and this, if we gonna get to talking about what the white man do to us, hey man, that's cool. Fuck all the bullshit. It's about what we do when we in these neighborhoods. We can't keep blaming them, homie. We gotta take. We gotta take responsibility at some fucking point in time here to say okay enough is enough you don't see sit-ins i don't see people doing martin luther king did malcolm x by any means necessary the man stood for some there was principles there was no guns involved it was it was never power of gun it was power of mind 
That's what I want to see come back. And I think that that's what's going to help rejuvenate our communities. Because I care about what's going on in our community, homie. We can't keep blaming the outsiders if that's what we're going to consider it. Mm. We have to start taking control of that. Who else are we going to blame? One thing I want to say, every civil dispute that we've had since I've been um, an adolescent, I've been at every single one. Yeah. Trayvon Martin riots, yeah. everything. Since Trayvon, I've been at every single thing. So, it, and it's a lot of shit that goes on in the city that that we do that might not be televised. That's Almighty. how it was forty years ago. You know I what can't I'm saying? Because I be there. Almighty, I can't blame the white man for this man becoming my op. We, mm. I, I had to make him my op. But we had to white, have a problem. Nah, we had but to the white man made it. Nah, nah, nah. We gotta live together. I think church. we gotta get back to the origin of it though, because it wouldn't be living together. I couldn't even have no yeah. op if they didn't even put us in a displacement to where we had to strive. If if our communities was able to thrive, and every time we do get something, they come take it. Black Wall Street. Every time we build something within the community, they come tear it down to where now I have to take something from you. Because the motherfuckers, when we establish something, they come knock it down. I'm just talking about our communities at hand and us putting together just like keeping our shit safe, keeping our shit clean. That's mm -hmm. what I thought gangs was created for. It was to protect the people that couldn't help themselves in smaller communities. That's what I saw gangs even get created for. Mm -hmm. It was to have, it was to protect people who couldn't protect themselves. From whether it was the law, whether it was other enemies, it was to push out the bullshit. Mm -hmm. I don't really see that anymore. Look, yeah. I have not heard that from one motherfucking mouth that they say, hey, man, we just trying to keep the bullshit out and keep the riffraff out. You know what I'm saying? That's what I respect. And I got homies that came from back in the day. And that's uh, that's why I feel like that's the narrative we should be pushing. Because I feel like we would get a lot more respect, not just from people in the streets, but from people in the world. They'll listen to us. Mm -hmm. We will move mountains. This shit will turn small. There's a bigger picture to this shit. Yeah. I just feel like there is. And if we can start to really pinpoint what's going on with us, I think that we'll start to get somewhere. Fuck anybody else from the outside. They don't matter. It's us that matter. Mm -hmm. Black is beautiful. Black is excellence. Let's get it back to that. Mm -hmm. There's I see tons Wallow, of examples of I like... I see Wallow trying to push the narrative. I see a lot of other like YouTubers and influencers and just people like that trying to really push the narrative. But people don't really cling to that. We more cling to the riffraff and the drama. But there's so many good examples of like black entrepreneurs over the last few years. And it's like, I feel like somebody like Wallow and Gilly are definitely an example of a success story mm -hmm. of black mm -hmm. dudes who are just literally from Shout nothing. Shout out to Wallow and Gilly. Who have just built like one of the biggest hip hop Thanks. podcasts off literally nothing besides their fucking, their, their mouthpieces. But also it's like, there's a big difference between like certain extremely talented outlier examples who are able to be successful. It's just like them them being successful is an inspiration to a lot of like much smaller creators who maybe can make 500 or 1000 bucks a month off of YouTube. But ultimately like that's not the systematic change that has to take place right. in order for the average black person in the hood to have a better life, you know? We got to help each other. Hey, homie, I'm going to say this. I see the Mexicans helping each other. Them niggas are moving 10 men into a house of 10. And guess what happens? The, uh, the, the, the one that started it, the other nine will get it up, and then all nine of them will go get houses. And they'll put mm -hmm. 10 of their people in it. Nigga, when you seen that with our people? We can't. We need to start doing something. Man, we can try. 
We can't. We try. are welfare. Everybody got to get out the house when we do the no, weekly check. We can put it together. Then people be coming with nothing. Half them people be immigrants. They don't even be having nothing to even get welfare. Because they're going to get outside. And, and, and well, I, let's I get what get you're outside. saying. I get what you're saying. And at let's the same get outside. Time, we can say that, but it's like we didn't. I, I get exactly where you're coming from. I, I, I feel you. We have excuses. I'm with you on that. But it can it's only not go excuses. so far. No, we got, it's, it's not excuses. Yeah, we got, got real reasons. Reasons. Like, but you get what I'm saying? After a while, they're going to start looking like excuses. We can change this shit. All right. Serious question. Every hood has, like, a liquor store, and, like, 90% of the time it's not owned by black people, right? Facts. Yeah. What's, what's to stop black people from just starting up their own liquor store across the street? can't even get a loan. It's hard to get a loan. How the fuck I'm going to get Certain individual black people, black for sure, could. hard to get, I man. it's hard. Liquor license is hard, hard to get for, but black, especially for a black person. It's hard. I'm black. just saying that black people should literally, from my perspective, if you really care about black people owning the institutions in your neighborhood, you should just literally... Every business that's owned by somebody who you view as like a vulture or whatever, just start a competing business and take them out of business. I'm too well, busy. I'm too busy trying to worry about. But I'm too busy trying to worry about outshining the next nigga. So how the fuck am I gonna worry about but, trying to go get me a business? I'm just being real. I'm too worried about trying to get a bigger chain than the next nigga, bigger rims than the next thing. I'm too worried about trying to get me a Rolls right now because this nigga got S63 and he's shitting on me. I, I'm too worried about getting that. I'm not thinking about going to get no liquor license, Adam. But it could well, be a profitable business for. But you know where that stems that from, person, right? It's that like, stems from nigga. I can't even read this book, so I'm finna be in the field with you, picking up shit bigger than you can. Because well, I can't even do the shit that the people who are hired enough. I I can't even read. I, so I'm gonna compete with you on a level that you can, because I don't even know that there's anything past these four blocks yeah. that I have, because my grandmom don't know, my dad mom don't know, and the people when they did come here, you had to be a certain way to get the certain things, like you know what I'm saying, the with, as far as getting your housing, and I, I go back to that, like to 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 get shit right. You need to have a place to stay. You need to have access to education and access to health and food, health, food, care, land. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? Health, food, care, land, and to 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 to, to get the um the the home, we we can't have the black man inside the house. So now, when you don't have the black man inside the house, who's gonna not now? We have systematic and it was that's a systematic mixture, and I get that. But we don't have to allow, come on, bro. We don't gotta allow that to happen. We change the pace in the game. It's up to us. We have control too. Let's take our control. I want my people. We take control. But the 2023, 2020. Hold on, Adam. Right. 2023, 2024. We need to start fucking taking control, and we can start really owning this shit. Because black people, we have power. But I just feel like we misuse it. Go ahead, Gina. Well, in response to Adam's question, <laughs> I think probably you know, like, here, like no. He goes, Adam. Hold on. And then he goes, <laughs> Gina, Gina next. <laughs> No, I'm saying before we get off of Adam's question. We don't have to but, solve wait, systematic wait, racism Adam, right now. Let me say this. When you just said, well, why don't you guys go try and do X, Y, and Z and just buy? Do you guys remember about the Crenshaw Plaza when the black people just tried to buy the Crenshaw Plaza and they took the lower beer from mm -hmm. the white man? When was that? Mm -hmm. This was just maybe last year or year before. This is really? very recent. They Ooh. just sold the Crenshaw Plaza. Black community group lost loses bid to buy LA Mall despite being the highest bidder. I'm just saying, like, I'm a BMX dude, and if there's a BMX shop that I don't like, I could just open one up across the street. Of course you can. Well, You're out no. of business. Well, that does exist. That's what I was trying to say. It's probably, like, not liquor stores or 7-Elevens or anything, but there are places in the hood that are owned by black people, and it's not up to the people. I don't think the people that still live in the hood and are still there can afford it. It's more so the people who have got money and got out the hood that is able to do but that. But that's how it's supposed you to be. You're, you're some guy who went to who went to college, so you just fucking opened up a bunch no, of restaurants in your neighborhood too. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah, could but be like, a hood nigga too. But, but, you know, at some point you're going to have to figure out how to, like, 
get a decent amount of capital. And there probably are loans and funds and shit out there. That you they're might just not, but they're not giving them to people not like us, bro. Mm-hmm. And, that, and not. I feel where he's coming from on that. They're not really trying to give us any of that, man. They're trying to keep us in a certain area. And I, I feel you. They're not giving people loans. They're not just trying to give everything to everybody. But my nigga, we got to try. But do y'all know what, e- we what EDB try. opened gotta, the door uh, for? I'm not taking that away. But no, we got to try. Adam, but yeah. fuck with the white people. Like, think what, what y'all would think of us. No, man, we got to try. I get it. It's our own problem. We going to take care of this for our own people. We don't need nobody to look in. Fuck your welfare. Fuck all that shit. We don't need none of that shit. We going to build this shit up and we can be strong too, bro. That's what they, that's, that's how we keep getting looked down upon. I want us to break away from that. Break those shackles. But there, we don't live in a time anymore to where like we, we, me and you almighty Gina, we was never slaves. We was never any of that. We can read. We can read. So we do have that. We can't say like, that's why whether I said, my like, grandma can't read or my grandma can't read. We should keep making place. this an excuse. Now we now, can read. Now we can read, but now we can't get loans. But y'all, I can't get bank loans. But, but now, now we're not now acknowledging. We can't move in we're not acknowledging those black people who have franchised the Sheiks and have Millennium shoe stores and lace, which is owned by a black man. And there's restaurants. They letting shit. us in, but you know, people what I'm saying? is buying these tams and things like that. Didn't like QC this shit buy does exist. Bojangles or some shit. You know, a lot of these fucking subways are franchised. People are doing it. So that shit, they can like, really put money into the community listen, if EDD, those people choose to. With EDD shit, open you know? up the door for it, do y'all know how many fucking lash techs exist now? When these bitches just open up shops and stuff, my best friend just bought a shop. But is that like, a good thing? EDDs was not a good thing. Does the world put everybody in debt? Put everybody yeah. in fucking do debt. They? You got to pay all that shit back. I'm <laughs> just saying that the there that for us to say that there's a lack of resources. That's what I'm saying. You have to be, if I'm somebody that want to buy a fucking 7-Eleven, mm. and I'm not saying that, Adam, you would give me the money, but if you are a resource, it's like, let me figure out how I can get this done. But you should start a black 7-Eleven. Brainstorm, call it Blevin. Hey, well, I actually want a vending machine. Did you know five people, when them people, when people was getting checks for EDD, right? Mm. I didn't get shit. I was a real street nigga. I was still trapping out the street, so I didn't really touch nothing. They didn't give me nothing, nigga. I didn't get no checks to nothing. Mm-hmm. Did you know five people that probably touched thirty to 40000 I know people who touch more. That they more. really, okay, touch more. And all they went and bought was crab legs, I liquor, know people. and clothes. And rooms at the level. And rooms. And I seen so I know many people, people in who Vegas real estate. at that time. Dunks. I know I people know. who bought real estate in hey, Houston. Hey, <laughs> let me tell you something. Well, I haven't seen any of that getting posted on Instagram. I've seen crab legs, good I know people who dinners, started rental car businesses. Nothing else. Like, people was making, a lot of people did fuck the money off, but at the same time, a lot of people put good use that to it. That shit was a loan. Off that EDD shit fraud? was never free yeah. money. I think the, the problem is- fraud, like the, you do it off drug money. The problem is, bro, you know? financial literacy is the problem. When, when and, and, I, and I'm going to keep it a thousand. If Adam get a hundred thousand dollars, look, if you give me a hundred thousand right now, I'm going to keep it a band. I'm going to buy a watch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to keep it a band. No, I understand why. Uh, no. I'm going to keep it a band. Watch the first time, keep it a band. The first time I ever got a big check, 200 grand, I didn't buy nothing. I put it in the bank. Financial. And, and I'm just saying, and, and I get it though. And I'm, I'm just saying to, the, to, to, to speak to the average, we'll uh, the average nigga who looks like it. me. They've never Let even seen 100,000. You know what I'm saying? Or, or when they do get that, the first thing we want to do is be able, just like Sharp said, I did buy a grill, I think, harder than I the next nigga. Harder than the next nigga. That's my mentality. Another reason why we do that to shine so hard is because when I walk in these white ass places, they look at me like I'm a bum. Unless I have this shit on. Mm. They look at me like I'm crazy. They look at me like I'm crazy. When I walk in with this shit, they be like, oh my God, what do you do? When I don't, they follow me around the store. Oh my mama. 
So Ooh, he I hit do this shit for a Talk reason. Talk that shit though. You feel me? Yeah. Cause I don't like how niggas Ooh. just be like, oh, we can do it too. Nah. Yes. If I walk in looking like Adam, a nigga's gonna follow me. If I walk in your store with the hoodie all black and, and, and nothing on, they're gonna follow me. Can I tell you something? I when, promise you. when we were downtown, there was a dude, Evan, I think it was, who worked across the street from us at this vape shop, right? Black mm -hmm. dude. And he would dress super proper every day. He'd wear like a, a button-up shirt, tucked in, jeans, whatever. And I remember saying to him one time, I'm like, why do you keep the, uh, the preppy dress code? And he goes, bro, if you're a black dude working in downtown LA and you want to be taken seriously, you better fucking dress nice because everybody will fucking mistake you for a crackhead or a crazy person Straight if up. you don't. And I've just realized in that moment that like, yeah, downtown, like when probably like 80% of the homeless people are black or some shit, it's like, imagine that guy, like it's on him. And he doesn't, he's a dude who wants to be taken seriously, not in the way of like rocking a diamond watch or whatever, or rocking a chain. He just wants to be taken serious as like a worker at a company. So he got to really dress like way more proper than everybody else who works there to keep that I'm impression. Establishment you know? still. I would feel more comfortable walking i'm not gonna lie to you in skid row with a watch on and uh chain because people respect you more for who you are not really what you're wearing you got to kind of stand for something as of like more in a corporate media world jewelry and cars and clothes it, it do play a little bit of a determining factor in how you do get treated mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying and i feel you on that that's why when we get up to go to the mall it's okay for you adam to roll out the bed you can roll into some clothes and go to the mall. You probably won't get treated any different. You're going to walk You put in. your little sweatsuit on. You're going to look good. You Come on. Money you could have not showered in a week. Like, you put on a I nice could, little Palm Angel on, sweatsuit. I could put on all my jewelry, the nicest clothes that I just bought from Neiman Marcus, and they still going to follow me around. Mm -hmm. I'm just being real with you. Fact. It's just a little different, bro. Hey, I got tattoos. They're probably going to follow me around, too, but I did this to myself. They don't give a fuck about that, mm -hmm. though. You and know, that's a little different, though. He did it I've to been himself, profiled. though. I just wake up like, like I, black. I, you probably you know get profiled. You but, probably it to have, That's but, a little but, different. But it is. It's literally it's like different. a white dude's version yeah. of like turning yourself into a right. fucking minority as right. you get these face tattoos so that you can be like, I look a little edgy, you know? Mm. Facts, and that was an, an, a choice, nigga. I, yeah, I didn't yeah, have yeah. no choice. I was just born a nigga, but I was just saying I, I, that I get to, the difference for sure. You, I was, You feel too. me? I'm just saying that to say, like, we got to do certain shit just to even feel like a nigga even matter in a certain space. And it's not about how we feel. It's how a nigga gets treated and with the people who run this shit. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? If, like I just said, with, 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 with Adam, when you come outside the house looking like how we, they already expect him to have money, not because he's Adam 22, just because of how he looks. He's Caucasian. They just expect for him and I'm not saying that's always right. And I got the blower on me. people who come from the slums too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they respect me. There's Caucasians who come from the slums, nigga, trailer parks and all type of shit like I that. I know a few but of them. You, I, I for sure know some. I know a few but of them. But just the, the overall look on it, I always say it's not about what it is. It's about how it looks. You know what I'm saying? Because you could be a certain way, but it's about how it looks. You could be the most up, uh, the the most outstanding citizen, but if the lawyer, if, if if the um if the prosecution make you look demonized, you're going down. It doesn't matter if you were the best person your whole life. It's all about Ooh, perception. You got what I'm saying? It's yeah. about perception. You could have yeah. been the greatest nigga your whole life, yeah. and it's all about perception. If they can paint that picture, and I'm just saying not to say it's 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 perception with shit. And we need we try to get a better perception of how we look when we go in places so we can get treated the same way how a white dude who can walk in with nothing gets treated. That's it. I feel you. A nigga don't want to get treated differently when we go to these places. That's all it be, you know? Sometimes I wonder um, 
what type of slave I would have been. Oh my god! But come on, we were such on a good roll we here. Because y'all getting a little we too serious here. Fire. It's really <laughs> not. Getting so let me tell you what I think. I want him to see no. that we can actually have these kind of conversations. <laughs> yeah, I can do it. You know what's so cold? People are afraid to have these conversations with black people. <laughs> right. So I want to show them we can have these. We can both have these. I was like, these that's, that's the most inappropriate conversation I could ever weigh in on. Have these conversations for real. Like, yeah, we. I think we were we're in a good place right now because it actually gets a show. I, I believe it shows Adam and maybe some of the other viewers some type of transparency from this. Mm. Some type of transparency. Might not be all the way on mm -hmm. point, but we're at least four individuals trying to deliver that. Some type yeah. of transparency, you know what I'm saying, throughout all of this. I'm not on either side. I feel like it's fucked up on both sides. We, we need to fix it. I'm not going to keep blaming the white man. I'd rather go get my people because I'm tired of hearing their fucking mouths. And I think that we can get this shit together on our own and we can have some real black excellence, nigga. And we might fuck around and really start really owning some shit. Well, that's why I'm saying I'm tired of the... scared. Like, we're really start scaring them. But then the it's going to be a problem. We I have the resources. Well, at least, well, at least we'll be in a position by that point to be able to go even have a problem this with, happened, with nigga, people. Black Wall we have the resources to be successful. It's all about utilizing them. They don't all like these conversations, Gina, because this will really bring us all together, including Adam. Adam yeah. will start even taking like, oh, okay, I really do fuck with people that they, they see it. Like they can yeah. understand it. Nobody's sitting there just stuck in a box. But I and think we're, we're able to go out and get the shit that we want and start the businesses that we want to do. I don't believe that they're holding us back anymore. We are seeing too many black successful entrepreneurs to continue to make that the excuse is that they holding us back and they not providing us with these opportunities when we should be going to get them ourselves. Look, Gina, I feel that. I feel like the door was closed, right? And I feel like they just cracked it a little bit. It was like, you niggas can get through because y'all knocking on it too hard. Yeah. So we're going to crack it a little bit, let a couple of y'all get in. How many black billionaires is it really, though? But how like, about really, let's though? Get to it. But how really about this? We are in handful. The, we are living in the era in the time of the entrepreneur. Our parents told us to go to fucking college and be regular people. Yeah. Like, where do we put any type of <laughs> accountability on them? When I told my daddy I wanted to do media, he was like, uh, yeah, you should go be an RN. My mama, when I told my mama, you know, I, this I is to foreign be to them, to the generations me, before go us. Go do something more realistic. When you grow up in different, when you grow up in low-level situations, you'll start to see from a very early age that that type of shit, being doctors and lawyers, and yeah, that shit sounds cool. Sounds great. That shit sounds cool, homie. But when you start to see that that's probably not going to be your trajectory or that's not going to be the way that you're going to get to be able to catapult because of lack of resources, you start to try to stem right. to other Can things. Can you really sacrifice 12 years of school when you're trying to survive? You start to look at other mm. things, man. You know, like, mm. come on, bro. There's people that, that have problems going to school that have kids that are single mothers. Or Fuck single all that. Fathers. I'm putting a bitch on beach and ball, right? Oh, my God. No, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> Almighty, don't please don't. That's hit my me. new spot. Don't do please it. don't hit me. Don't That's where I'm at. <laughs> he started. <laughs> you know, beat your ball, right? Trying to get beat no? up on the show today, bro. Live stream. That would fucking do another five million, wouldn't it? Hey, ask about me. I'm on tracks, boy. <laughs> I'm on tracks, you boy. No That's my shit. favorite quotable from that. Me. I'm on tracks, boy. boy. No cap. Hey, I really meant it, dog. I felt it in hard. my soul. Nigga, I was passionate as fuck. Oh, I felt the ism. Adam, do you respect do you respect the tracks? You respect blades? Sure. You respect you know I'm saying like ain't been to many. Working blades, do you do you respect that? Are you I respect anybody that? out here trying to get some honest money. Talk now I assume shit. a lot of that shit ain't honest. This is probably a lot of guys taking advantage, probably a lot of bitches fucked up on drugs. I don't know. But in theory, 
if that's where I, I believe is that we trying to weed out. I believe prostitution should be legalized and uh, you know regulated. I've been to Amsterdam. I've seen how it can go down in a regulated, controlled environment that's safe for everybody involved. And I don't think it needs to be taking place on some random fucking street in L.A. That's bad for everybody. Mm. It's never going to go away. They need to just license it, regulate it, make it so Monetize it can be on the up and up. Well, I believe that it's at the point to where it's just like marijuana, right? right. They didn't legalize it because I feel like they didn't really understand how to tax it at first mm. because they didn't really believe that people were going to be honest right. about it, you know what I'm saying, about the situation and what they really make because, you know, in things like that, it's always been a, a hustler's mentality, it's, you know, it's on the street. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you'll never really know how much people make. That's cool. But let's think about how many things that they have legalized or things that they do that you don't know people make still more on the side. So it's mm -hmm. like, can you really like sit there and try to call that like a, a black hole to where like, oh, well, we don't really know how to tax it. So we're not going to legalize it. You know how to tax it. Just like you tax every fucking thing else. Figure out a system. Mm -hmm. All right. Figure out a system. Like, come on. You, you figure fans. out systems for everything else. Figure out a system. Only fans. No, I don't know. No, level. let's be real. Not let's like be real because they don't. Yeah, and they don't. They don't really consider shit. OnlyFans. OnlyFans, like I said, that that shit brought in a whole different realm of people. It's it's ran by a different realm of people. It's not ran from people that actually like started on the streets. Like I said, this it's ran by the for, creators for OnlyFans. Let's let's. Okay. I heard it started off as like a sports type of thing. Fun OnlyFans. One fifty two. Fun. Hey, fun fucking <laughs> fact. Okay. For OnlyFans, for people that think that OnlyFans really pops, for OnlyFans, you already had to have a following Thank somewhere you. else. Mm. You don't just pop off of OnlyFans. That's why mine didn't go anywhere. That's, yeah, why, that's why it's why all people, the social media platforms that everybody else has. You had to, to already been teasing people on other shit to where you had a cool 250,000 followers, 350,000 followers. OnlyFans is a bad platform Where you can migrate them. But, it's just a place to send people right. so that right. they can give you money. To send people right. from your other social media. But platforms. that's what you have to have you somewhere have have a else following where you can migrate else. You can't uh. even see a photo damn near when you go to people's OnlyFans. It actually sucks. I wish I could go at it and like look at ten photos of the chick before I decide I want to fucking drop money mm -hmm. on it or whatever. Do we uh, have another topic that we could talk about? Here? I would actually little... like to partake in some bad podcasting. What, in what way? I want to go back to the first question I asked you. What was that? How do you feel about? Um, other media platform saying that no jumper is a circus. Kind of overlooked that. I ain't gonna lie. Circus sounds fair. <laughs> do I? Do I I'm gonna be real. In Adam, recent memory, Adam, like, you, hey, but Adam, yeah. I'm gonna be real. I don't really think that we have any acts. That part. I'm gonna just be real with you. Like I can understand. Like That's if fair. we had fucking like this script or something, right? To where you're like, all right, well, sharp. We know how you get down. Look, you're gonna go in on this bitch. I've never gotten instructions like well, that. Like we don't do that here. Specifically, not the in reference to the drama that happens here, that you know you can kind of come here. You might get squabbled. We're trying to tamp down on it a little bit. You know, obviously the squabble. That's like you know that only happened once. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Obviously, like I mean, Flacco. That was kinda, in rare form. <laughs> Flacco did get spit on. He kind of asked for it to be totally honest. But that so, shit the, was all in rare but form. It seemed yeah. like it's becoming to the outsiders like this is a reputation. Nah, that was an exception to the rule. We we tamping down on that energy we're not trying to encourage any of that kind of silliness that was just an outlier incident that occurred with somebody who realistically kind of pushed it a little too much and it feels good to hear that from a higher up in the office like yeah. I, we don't really talk about it but for you to sit there and air that out on stream like and tell people mm -hmm. that does make me feel a little bit better about the situation i just look at us i don't want us to beef internally right at yeah. all I look at TDE. I look at fucking QC. That's how we should move. Mm -hmm. We could talk about other people's drama, 
But right. in terms of our drama, talk that shit. Sharp. If I have the biggest fucking beef in the world with you, if me and you have this crazy fucking thing that we're arguing about behind the scenes, I don't think we need to make content about it or that anybody needs to know about it unless it's like, yo, Sharp, that thing that we were beefing about that we're kind of over now, let, let's talk about it. Or if we have a gentlemanly dispute, it doesn't need to be the biggest thing in the world. But right. I, I don't believe in using our petty grievances, our problems for content. For content. And I also don't like pe having people close to our universe who are doing that, who are basically like hyping up beef between people for content. I don't think no we No jumper universe, universe, universe. We got to tamp down on it. So. How about... um? <laughs> Because we did this last week. I like that shit. Me, Almighty, and Flacco did this last week. And yeah. uh, it was probably our first time doing it. We don't really touch on we'll office get a bottle, drama. I'm going to let y'all talk about what that. What are your like thoughts every, on that? Like we'll just people talking about office drama on the live shows. I think it's stupid. I think we should not encourage it. And yeah. I mean, listen, outsiders are going to talk about us no matter what. Right. Mm -hmm. But I just don't think we should feed into it. And I At think all. there's been way too much of that. And I would like to, you know, gradually do shit about it. I but. think we need to I think we need to clamp down on a lot of the a lot of the messiness before it spirals out of fucking control. You know? That's what I'm saying. Because the bigger the staff get, like we know each other pretty well in here. I don't talk to everybody every day, but you know what I'm saying? Well, I, not all of us, but we know each other pretty well. But the bigger we get, the harder this shit is going to be able to get a fucking control on. That mm. shit is going to get out of hand fast. And I'm one of the newest niggas here and I can see it. Like, you know, the more people we add on, it's it's hard to weed out personalities before you get here. It's kind of easy to weed out my personality because I was a kind of public. You came with, in hot. You know what I'm saying? But and this from is my before thing. already. Talking about internal gossip and drama is something that people do because they're insecure about making content about real shit. Mm -hmm. You know? Like, there's real shit going on in the world. We can come in and have conversations about that. But taking a little shit that's going on behind the scenes or whatever, if me and Gina have a dispute about her fucking job and I, I don't like how she's doing a job or, or she doesn't like how she's getting paid or whatever. Like, let's say it was either of those situations. I mean, we could have that conversation privately right. and it'll be healthy and probably work out well. We don't have to fucking put that on blast to the world. And if we do, it should be 100% artist's decision, which is that's one thing that annoys me is just the idea of like, like other people feeling like they get to fucking this, like take drama in the office and just turn this into their little thing. It's like, why are we even like tolerating that? Because once shit is public, you can't take it back. Is that a new thing? That's because it seemed like yes. before. <laughs> <laughs> well, having so many people associated with the company, it was smaller. Yeah. If you think right. think about the history of No Jumper, the early days downtown, it was like me, Cam Girl, House Phone, and this dude Robesman, right? Then we get to the uh, to the Melrose spot. It's like me, Hakeem was on camera a little bit. You have House Phone, you have Cam Girl, but. Still didn't really grow that much. We, we had some random people come on camera, but it wasn't that many. It was mm -hmm. mostly interviews still at that time. The, even the No Jumper show was like super new in the Melrose spot. Then we're on Santa Monica, still pretty small. Then AD comes in, and that's when all of a sudden the crew starts growing a bunch. Like Shout was basically AD. after AD came in, that kind of made me realize like, Oh, like before that, we hadn't really had a ton of success with making people like the host that much. Like mm -hmm. it just hadn't really worked that good. And then with AD... It didn't work at first. They weren't really fucking with them at first. But then, like, we saw it growing, like, every fucking week. And mm -hmm. it, it kept kind of growing. And that gave me the confidence to be like, oh, okay, maybe we can 
do that more. An issue that I have with these platforms who do talk shit about No Jumper. Um, cause Everybody like, wants to be us, Gina. Come on. Listen, Facts. And if they could come your, and work here, they would. You mm. have your back and forth um, with, you know, you know, you have to defend yourself on a particular podcast. I think that it's ignored that there are radio stations in L.A. that don't employ black people. Right. You're on and your no Dijon wave, huh? No. <laughs> Coming in like Dijon. How do I say it? Dijon. Dijon Paul. And um, a good point, you know, that he made is that these radio stations are not employing black people. And although we have drama over here, Adam is employing Bro. black people. Adam took me off the street. Like, nigga, we in the, I, nigga, I was in the streets before this. I'm going to keep that shit a band. I mm-hmm. told Lord, this nigga, this shit a super blessing. Nobody doing what he doing. Nigga took me off the streets and put me in front of a camera and said, do your thing. I see a big future with yeah. this shit. Who the fuck is doing that? I don't see myself as that different from you guys. Now, maybe I'm crazy. Probably, because you Yeah, appara- that's a little apparently delusion, but you, that's cool. <laughs> but you also that's cool, though. You also, <laughs> cool, though. Like, you also refer to yourself. That's a response. You also refer to yourself as AD's twin, so there's that. That's a delusional. Well, there is the Black Adam movie out now. <laughs> I think, um, too... Dang, I forgot what I was about to say. When you handed me the drink, I'm I straight. I'm actually about to fart. hit the limit. I got to go piss and eat steak real quick. So I'm going to let you guys finish up the uh, the ending part of this. But yeah. then after this, Baba Lamb, me and Flacco will be on. We're going to see what that fucking slow motion car crash is going to look like. Oh, boy. <laughs> You said it. Yeah. We you glad you put that, that shit on record. It's on them for it to yeah, not nigga, be that. We're going nowhere. So it's on them for it to not Adam, be that. Adam, you just you said, said that after that speech you just gave about us doing shit like that. Shout out to Babylon. Hating on each other? Yeah. I'm not really. Yeah. No, I'm being sarcastic. Adam. I'm being sarcastic. I think it's going to be amazing. Well, what do you? What kind of car ride is this? This right here? Yeah. Is this a crash or what do you think? Oh, like a car. No, no, no. This is a lovely convoy headed down the... He about to text Josh and say, yeah, the Monday show's not working out. Slide, <laughs> slide into the Cancel horizon. This, this is big. Shark came <laughs> in. They're fucking playing. I'm out. Yeah. Bye, Adam. Thank you. I think this is where we should be, though. I think this is where the conversation gets healthy. I think this is what, this shit is good. Mm-hmm. I like this shit. I like this shit. You feel I like me? fucking getting you over here a little bit of smoke. Like, man, shark. All right, nigga, let's get it. I feel like, yeah, yeah I like you, that. Yeah, you feel me? Cause I don't, and I don't like when motherfuckers be like, yeah, niggas just be agreeing and nah. nah. It's just, we agree on a lot of shit, but the one time I did just disagree, nigga, I'm going <laughs> to say something. The fuck? We grown men. It's I okay like to do shit. that. Niggas acting like me and you didn't argue for a whole hour. Like, come on. Like, that's All okay. Do is it's just not like an argument. It's a great hey. debate. Like, you feel it's me? It's a great debate. That's cool. It should be like that. You feel me? No cap. I don't want to be around people who just agree with me all the time, mm-hmm. nigga. Correct the nigga sometimes. Everybody needs correction that time. Hey, speaking of not always agreeing, Gorilla says women should go 50-50 in on relationships. I like how you did that because you know what I was going to do? Hmm. I was going to say, fuck that topic because I didn't want to get on relationships. But I like, I good. like how you did that. I like how you did that. I'm just riding off my man shit. You All know, right. like speaking of, you so, know. Glorilla, I'm 50 50 on situations, you, dro- you know. You dropped your lighter. You 50 Glorilla, ass speaking on it. You 50 50 ass niggas. So, this is our last topic. We're going to get out of here so they can set up for the next pod. But Glorilla went on his rent saying that she believes that women should go 50 50 with their dudes. And I agree. Okay. I want me to start, want me to help you out here? Go ahead. I agree. Listen, even coming from my backgrounds, because I come from situationships, mm-hmm. not relationships, mm-hmm. but I do feel I'm going to agree with Gorilla. And I don't, Glorilla, and I don't think she even understands why I'm about to agree with her, but I'm about to get ready to break it down. I feel that 
in relationships when people in relationships now. Specific. When you're in a real relationship, I'm talking mm-hmm. about boyfriend, girlfriend, everybody listen that's right. in that's in relationships. Mm-hmm. When you go 50-50 on situations, it makes y'all respect each other a little bit more. When there's one person taking care of more than the other, that's when the respect factor is yep. gonna get imbalanced. And power comes in there. Yeah, now I feel like even if I did, like let's say I'm making more money than you, right? Gina, me and you together. Mm-hmm. Or let's say you making more money than me. Mm-hmm. If you felt like you wanted to cheat on me, you're going to probably do it. You probably think about it more because I ain't really doing shit. You mad at me at home. I'm the financially I'm, dominant. Yeah. Because right. so no, it's not going to fuck up my living situation for sure. I'm yeah. good regardless. This is my thing, though, with women. Um, and I understand the whole, you know, fly out, buy a bag, and a man is just supposed to pay for everything. But how is it that a man is going to be financially stable I don't like this right here. My bad, Gina. My mama says she liked today's show. Hey, mom. <laughs> hey, know, I respect mama. the elders. So when I see the you know, mom sticking, you know, she come in. Oh, yeah. she, she, don't, she don't be texting me that too often. She, she takes me today's show. I like today's show. Why are we ending the show so early? Well, the new. <laughs> For who? Man. I mean, we could go over. Speak on it. I could, I could kick, kick my the feet, feet up. Like I Mom's was last just week. Gave the okay. Thank you. My mama just said I like to. And I feel show. like we just getting fucking. Hey man, we just settling in around <laughs> the fucking. The fucking. Oh, I know it. The real Monday show. She tried to blink it out. out. The just real. The I just blew the whole just motherfucking blew the mic, mic out. Riley. The real Monday show. You never know who you're gonna see. I feel like the teacher just left. We can get a little comfortable, get a little bigger as fuck. I can slap hey, That's when the teacher go home early because well, he's sick and, and they wait for the This the real breakfast. This the real no quote no 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 shots no 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 relations to the actual Breakfast Club, but to the actual movie. I feel like this the real Breakfast Club, man. We in on Saturdays, man. We all looking good, mm. and we just doing what we do. You did. I like it. A whole lot of fly girls. Everybody looks good. Like everybody looks presentable. Everybody looks clean. Nobody Thank looks you. like they smell. Nobody looks musty. Everybody looks like they're on point. And everybody's you seen ready. You seen that before? Ready. Once or twice. Yeah. <laughs> you know. A little razzle dazzle here and there. About, no, but I'm just saying, like once or twice. Sometimes, man, settings are for the people that probably should be sitting around each other. Yeah, yeah. When it's circle time, it's circle time. So boys and girls gather around the campfire. Well, let's get back. This to This is Glorilla. the Monday show. Let's let's get back to Glorilla. Let's get it. So what I was saying is I don't understand how women think that their boyfriend or, you know, whoever they're in a relationship with can be financially stable if they're taking care of both of them. And then they want that at 20 years old. I know the bitch going to start disrespecting me. Like, if that's what I'm in, like, I'm in a relationship. This is my girlfriend, and I know I ain't really doing nothing but sitting on my ass playing Xbox. She's going to disrespect you. Mm -hmm. It might be cool. Come on. Until... You know, the, the little spell wear off. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We're not and really... Too, now the real relationship starts to settle in. Yeah, that runs Yeah, that digmatize runs off. And now she's kind of looking at me. Now everything, you know, that happens kind of irritates her shit. I might burp and it might be too close to her food. Now she's done. Facts. If, he, if a nigga burp too close to my food, Now I'm she's done. Like, now she's like, well, fuck it. Now you can just have the shit. You know what right. I'm saying? Oh, like, yeah. you ain't even, I don't even want to deal with it no I'm, more. I'm definitely I'm just I think saying you it was right. It brings like a different respect when both of y'all respect. go 50-50. Because you I know used to for be cool fact. with me eating with my mouth open. Now it's starting to bother you. And I probably done closed it up a little bit meeting you. Mm-hmm. But now it's, it's starting to bother you. It's little shit that didn't bother you before starting to bother you now because you done got comfortable and you're starting to settle in. 
And then I think to throw another point in there is how could you expect somebody to feel completely secure with every day? Because what the fuck if I fall off? Yeah. What if that person who fall off, whether it's you or the dude, what if they fall off? What if they had a bad month? What if I get what, what if they get sick? Mm-hmm. Anything and you just a hundred percent and the other person is I got I got coochie for you or I got dick and Xbox in the crib. Mm-hmm. Like if 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 a person lose their job or it's that's a much more better for someone's mental health if I know that if I have a bad month, so and so is gonna pick up slack around this motherfucker and we're gonna be good regardless. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of pressure for one person. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? To just mentally take take care of they gotta take care of their own mental health, yours and the bills. I've just noticed and for relationships, because that's where we're at. Yeah, that's where we are. People it. that deal with that, like they start to, it starts to get overwhelming, because now they feel like they're babysitting. Mm-hmm. Now I feel like I got a child. You know what I'm saying? Or like, nigga, I'm taking care of my kids. So what happens? The kids get left at home, and mama get to go out and play, or daddy get to go out and play. It's the same type of factor, even though you're in a relationship. Right. Yeah. Well, I don't understand as a uh, as a woman at your big age, why do you want a second father? Uh, let's sum it up for this right for all the people that really have problems in that department mm-hmm. I'm going to say it in like a, a player stand form of where I came from because what it taught me re-knock your bitch re-knock your nigga it's okay every day people go people go and Choose they every day. people go and renew their vows right mm-hmm. just to refreshing up the situation do something that y'all ain't probably always used to doing you know what I'm saying? Like, just kind of get spontaneous. I'm giving like the square, like some game. Like, you have get spontaneous to choose your partner with every your day. partner. Choose your. You got to choose your partner every day. Just because even you're married or you feel like you're married doesn't stick y'all together. Y'all mm-hmm. got to do what y'all was doing in the beginning to keep each other. Yeah. When that do honeymoon you, phase, whatever off. you did to get that person in the beginning, keep doing that. But the problem is, people stop doing that after they get them. Mm-hmm. Mm. Man when the honeymoon woman. phase wear off, that's what they call Man it. Man and yeah. woman, people stop doing what it took to get the person to begin with. Mm-hmm. That's the problem, and I've noticed that it happens on both sides. Mm-hmm. So no one's just all the way at fault here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, It's both parties. I would agree. Well, fellas, that's the Monday show. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. You can follow me at Gina Views. The sharp one. Y'all know Almighty where to find suspect. It. Make sure you guys subscribe and, you know, share this episode and tell a friend and tell a friend and tell a friend to keep the Monday show going, even though I said fuck Mondays. But. Hey, <laughs> we back. We're going to get ready to chime <laughs> this one out. We're going to chime this one out. It's the real Monday show. We'll see you next Monday. Peace and love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My mama texted me, nigga. <laughs>